the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Pastor John Allworth. and addictions have long been a pandemic in our society. People are in bondage to alcohol, drugs, pornography, codependent relationships, and more. If you or a loved one is stuck in the cycle of shame, guilt, and continued destructive behavior, keep listening. God wants everyone to walk out of the darkness and into His marvelous light. Recovery Radio Houston with Pastor John Allworth starts now. Good afternoon, everyone. I hope that uh, you're safe and being careful out there. Um, I just uh, am so happy to be here. I'm sorry we had a little technical difficulty, a little glitch. Um, So happy to be here today with you. You know, this show is about hope, and it's about the hope that uh, we found through Jesus Christ. In fact, my guests today, they're one of their... Uh, foundation scriptures is Colossians one twenty seven, Christ in you the hope of all glory, and so it's. I'm going to change headphones here because I've got a lot of buzzing in my ear. Um, and while I do that, let's pray. Father God, we just come to you today with just such appreciation for how wonderful you are, how gracious you are, how loving you are, and how forgiving you are. Uh, we just thank you for for all the miracles that you're doing in the in the world right now and all the ch- lives that you're changing if we just surrender to you. Father God, we thank you for everything that you've done in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Okay, hang on one second while I change my my headphones. Let's see if that's better. That is better. It's <laughs> kind of hard when you're just hearing crackling. Anyway, we've got a great show for you today. You know, you say, okay, recovery. Well, I'm not an alcoholic. I'm not a drug addict. I don't I don't need. But, you know, Jesus said in, in chapter 25 of Matthew, he said, what we do for the least of these is how you treat me. That's what we do for the least of these. So this show is to bring hope, uh, hope to people that are under the bondage of addiction. And the truth of the matter is, is we're all in recovery from something. You know, you may say, I've never had an alcohol problem. I've never had a drug problem. But you may be suffering from depression. You may be suffering from anxiety. You may be suffering from anger. You may be under bondage from any number of things. You may be chasing money, and that's your God instead of Jesus Christ. You know, and and the principles of recovery are the same principles as our walk with Jesus. They're identical, and the principles of recovery come from the Bible. The Bible is a book about recovery. So we've got a great host today. I mean, a great guest today. (laughs) I didn't mean to call myself 
myself great. We've got a great guest today, uh, Minister John Hammond. I'm going to, but before I bring John into the show, I want to talk about another organization that brings great hope. I was talking to my friend Tommy Thompson, who is the CEO of the Open Door Mission. Uh, he's which is over on Harrisburg Boulevard, fifty eight hundred three Harrisburg Boulevard. And if you're not familiar with the Open Door Mission, this is another thing about hope. This is an organization that takes in addicted men, homeless men, people that have some uh, mental issues. All those things tend to go in, you know, together, and it is a holistic program. I think it may be the best program in the United States, and it takes these men in, and it teaches them – job skills it takes care of their medical uh, situations it takes care of their dental problems sometimes their legal problems and it number one it starts with jesus they start every day in church and and their number one uh motto is that jesus saves and and they take these men through this program they use the 12-step program they use smart recovery cognitive recovery they teach them job skills they teach them how to use a computer how to put together a resume and then they get them jobs when they graduate from the program and they turn them into from you know being under the bondage of the enemy into tax-paying productive citizens that can be not live in shame and guilt and can be proud of themselves so even if you don't have a problem you may know someone that does you may have a family member that's in the bondage of addiction you may have a family member that's in prison and needs to find jesus christ in their life you may and if not you may want to volunteer for one of these organizations you can volunteer for the open door mission by going to their website opendoorhouston.org that's opendoorhouston.org and you can uh, find out information about being admitted into the open door through 832-962-4249 you may say well i'm a functioning alcoholic i'm not homeless well if your wife kicks you out of the house and you're living in your car you're homeless and so you know they take in people we through our ministry we we placed a man and i asked for prayer for him uh just in this week it's a wonderful program so let's let's go to our, our guest now let's bring in uh john hammond if we could on onto the show um John, are you Good afternoon, there? John. Good afternoon, uh, uh, sir. Oh, you've been there the whole time. <laughs> you've been very respectful and quiet. How are you, my friend? It's good to hear your voice. I'm blessed today. Everything's going good. Good to hear your voice, John. Well, you know, John is with Hope for All in Jesus Prison Outreach. Hope for All in Jesus Prison Outreach. Their website is hopeforallinjesus.org. That's hopeforallinjesus.org. John, how long have you been with, with uh, Hope for All in Jesus Prison Outreach? John, I've been blessed to be with this ministry for 39 years. Isn't that amazing? I looked on, on your website and saw that the ministry was started with you and, and Pastor Robert Dubois on September the 28th, 1982. That, that That's just amazing that y'all have been reaching. You know, when people are in prison, um, they they are open many times uh, to receiving the Lord, and it's wonderful work. Tell, tell us what y'all do. What do y'all do at Hope for All in Jesus Prison Outreach? Well, what we do is we take in a service, actually. Uh, uh, usually we take in, um, but now it's only we're allowed two people, but normally we took in like somebody that would uh, would, would have a testimony. Uh, uh, we used to lead worship service, but thank God in the last few years that the Lord has blessed these uh, uh, prisons with instruments, and now most of them have their own worship team, and they lead the worship. That's wonderful. Somebody with our team will give a testimony about, you know, what God has done in their lives. 
we may have uh, uh, quite often I'll play guitar and sing, or we'll have somebody bring in. I'll have a singer comes in, just a, a normal service, and then we give the message. And of course, after the message, we always give the opportunity for uh, people to accept the Lord and uh, or pray for any of the needs they have. And John, uh, in the last 39 years that I've been with this ministry, I have seen, uh, I will say, hundreds come to the Lord. Praise and, the Lord. And uh, you're right when they're in that and when they're in that environment. Uh, I've heard testimony after testimony telling me that they didn't know Jesus until they got there. <laughs> and uh, well, well and, you, uh, you know that's the story of, of, as I understand it, of Pastor Dubois, who unfortunately passed. Well, I say unfortunately, he, to die is to gain, as Paul says, and he's with the Lord now. So he would he would disagree with me, but we lost him last year, and uh, that was his story: is that he was in and out of jail and and uh, actually robbed somebody at gunpoint, but found the Lord in prison and uh, get, came out of prison on fire for the Lord and served Him for the rest of his life, uh, which is just just amazing. And we see that again and again. People are receptive. You know, what's so sad, is, John, is with COVID, y'all couldn't go in for a long time, correct? Over a year. In fact, they're just starting to open up now. And uh, now, uh, like I said, we, they only allow two, two of us to go in. And uh, the the, uh, the number of men that can be in the in the service are, is restricted to no more than 25. And, but uh, I can just tell you, I'm, they are because they only have us <laughs> as their to, to minister to them. These men are they are just more than grateful to have us there. You can, and they they just don't quit telling us. Actually, John, when we leave out of there, the truth is we are always more blessed <laughs> than they are. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? You know, that's the thing about recovery from my perspective, because you know, John, that I'm in recovery. And and to me, you really turn the corner and you really, uh, God begins to really work in your heart when you start helping other people. And there's nothing greater than, you know, the, you know, we talked about first Peter two, nine in the opening of this, how God called, calls us out of the darkness and into his marvelous light. And when you know, when you help bring somebody else, of course, we don't do it, but when we introduce them to Jesus Christ and help them, there's just no greater feeling in the world. I've never, I chased so many things for so much of my life, and they never filled me up. But uh, this work of, of bringing people to Jesus is more valuable and more uh, filling than anything I've ever done my whole life. Yeah, absolutely, John. That's the truth. Uh, a recent testimony about last last Saturday, I was in the Diabol prison unit. And there's a lady there, the, the chaplain, her, she's a volunteer chaplain, her name is Linda Rogers. And I had met her several times, but I didn't get a chance to really talk to her and hear her story. She was in prison for 24 years. Wow. And met the Lord, was called to do the work for the Lord while she was in prison. And after she got out, uh, she lived in the Diabol area. But she didn't want. She didn't want to do. She, the Lord had called her. She knew she was going to go into prison ministry, but she didn't want to do it in Diabol. So she looked every town, Houston, all, all of the towns. She said the state, trying to find a town where she can go to minister. And the Lord did open no doors except for the Diabol unit, wow. <laughs> and uh, and and her hometown. And so a year after she got out in 2005, she became the volunteer chaplain of that unit. And has been volunteering there ever since then. That's a wonderful testimony. I saw 
here recently because I looked on your Facebook page that you were in the Rufus Duncan unit and you had a message called The Mind is a Battlefield. And isn't that true? <laughs> that is a wonderful title for a message. So, uh, you know, and, and as we said earlier, these guys uh, and ladies as well are, are open to to receiving the Lord, but they're also under all kinds of, uh, you know, stress from the enemy. Um, you know, thing, bad things can happen in prison, too, and, and they're isolated, they're alone, and, the, you know, they, they, can, they can be, uh, the enemy can really deluge them with all kinds of thoughts. Tell us a little bit about that message that you gave. Well, yeah, I will, John. Thank you. Uh, what happened was that wasn't the message that I was going to give. <laughs> the Lord took me off in this other direction, and you're right. What happens with most of these men, because they've been in there, and, and when we go to women's prisons, too, they... Their past, what they did uh, to get to prison, uh, what they did to their families, what they did to their children, or their wives, you know, uh, they uh, they that bears on them. They know that they, but they they're there because of what they did. However, I brought it to their attention. I said, uh, if you were born again in this prison, that person that come in here, that got you in here, that he's dead now. Yeah, And I said, every time that past comes up to you, that's not you anymore. That's, you know, I know that the devil likes to make you think that it's you thinking about this and regretting everything you did. But that's not that's not you thinking that that's your enemy that hates it because he lost you telling you these things over and over. And so once you recognize that those negative thoughts and the thoughts of your past that's coming at you is not you, but the enemy is your soul trying to, you know, the thing I found about the devil is if he can't, you know, if he can't get you back, you know, he knows you're going to heaven, but he'll try to make living on earth hell <laughs> if he possibly can do it. And a lot of these guys, that's, uh, that's what happened to them. And, uh, it was the Holy Spirit. They received the message that the presence of the Lord come on that. Those services are so strong, John. Even the chaplain said, I, I'm afraid to say anything. I don't I don't want to disrupt this this feel, this presence of the Holy Spirit. And uh, and and uh, lives were changed. Uh, everybody I mean, my life was changed in the message. And that's the thing that uh that uh, these men need to know that uh the past God has has forgiven their past. And they, along when they let that go, I, I come out of a, a, you know, the Philippians chapter six, where you know Paul wrote his that message from the when he was in prison. Yes, and he says in chapter six, verse four, uh, Philippians chapter four, verse four, he says, "Rejoice in the Lord always." And again, I say, "Rejoice." And I let these guys know when he was in prison, he didn't have TV, and he, you know, he probably didn't get his meals brought in, no. and he was actually maybe looking at death. And he said, and he, because of his relationship with Jesus, he was rejoicing in the Lord in that environment. You and, know, that'll get us through a lot of tough times when we praise the Lord, no matter what we're going through. It really no. will. Well, John, as you know, because you were at, at the service at New Covenant Church, Greater Heights last. Uh, 
last Sunday, that was really one of our key. We, we were in Second Corinthians chapter five, and Second Corinthians five seventeen says we're new creations in Christ. And you know, when you can get that through your mind, when I got that through my mind and got past all the shame and guilt of all the mistakes I'd made, and really got in my heart that the Lord had forgiven me for all that, and then I was a new creation with a new opportunity to do to be a new person, born again, serving the Lord, being an ambassador for Christ, as He goes on to say in Second Corinthians chapter five. I mean that changes everything and i don't care who you are out there or who you know out there that's that's done some horrible things and you know it feels unredeemable god has a purpose for their life they just have to take his hand because it's always there he's always chasing you down he'll continue chasing you down for the rest of your life you know and it is never too late as we know from the thief on the cross and so these people that are in prison these people that are addicted these people that are homeless they can have a marvelous wonderful light and come out of the darkness and into his marvelous life and and serve him because as we know we are overcomers by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony and sometimes the you know the people that have done some of the worst things have the most powerful testimony and have the ability to help people that are in the same situation in ways that other people just can't do that's it. You can see I've been there and done that. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's not who I am anymore, and that's not who I serve anymore. And uh, I, I serve the 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 God of creation, the Most High God, and 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 uh, you know He's got a purpose in my life. I've got my life has meaning. And when you make that transition, that, that is wonderful. But the enemy, you know, when you start, he, he will come at you <laughs> when you when you start living for for Jesus and start doing His work. The enemy's, you know, he's going to try to make you miserable as you said so um john uh tell me how how would somebody get involved in your ministry Uh, how would somebody help well um the website that we you can go on the website of course and uh uh and there's a way to do that or they can contact me uh by phone and call me uh what, what, what it takes for the person, if they're interested, is my number is 713-240-4863. 713-240-4863. And uh, get a hold of me and contact me, and uh, then I can, uh, you know, instruct them uh, what they must do. There's a, there's a training class that has to be taken before Certainly. we go in. Yeah. It's a... And now, because of the COVID thing, that can be done online, which is good. Yeah. And uh, once that training class is over, then uh, then people, whoever it is, can come in with with, with usually Sheila, which is the which is the, was the director and now the head of the, the ministry herself, uh, go into the a prison and uh, and be you know teach them and and indoctrinate them on what it takes to to be involved. And that's the way it's done. So it's hopeforallinjesus.org, hopeforallinjesus.org. And I noticed if it's a if it's a lady that would feel more comfortable talking to to Sheila, her phone number is on the website, 281-467-2410, 281-467-2410. 
281-467-2410. But these are, these are great folks, and they need they need help with, with people, and they need help with money because it costs money to, to go around the state and, and do that. Is there a donate button on the website if somebody wanted yes, just there, to give? Yes, there is. Okay. Yes, there is. You know, the, these ministries, they, they take money, and I mean, they need money to, to, to function because there's travel costs, there's vehicle costs, there's uh, materials costs that they hand out. There's, there's all kinds of costs associated with it. And I promise you, these people aren't trying to make money themselves. They're just trying to help people change their lives. And there's nothing more valuable and nothing more important. Now, how many units, since this has opened up, I know, you know, because you and I are friends and, and I talk to you all the time. I mean, you guys are going in uh, Saturday, Sunday. I mean, you guys are going in all the time. How many prisons have you been in since, since they reopened? Well, I have been in... Uh Four, and I'm going in one this next Sunday, the Cleveland unit, and we currently have 10 prisons that we're going into now. And they're just, you know, that's the ones that have opened up to us so far. And we had we have a few others that uh, are probably going to uh, ask us to start coming in very soon. So we need volunteers. <laughs> okay. Well, and, and one of the things that people may want to know about is, you know, when people come out of prison, um, they need help too. They need help then as well. So right. we've got a ministry, and John's a part of it. It's called Break Every Chain, uh, which meets on Friday nights. It meets at 7 p.m. at New Covenant Church, which is uh, my church's parent church, New Covenant Church in Humble, Texas, at 901 Wilson Road. And we meet every Friday at 7 p.m. We'll be meeting this Friday at 7. Uh, John has uh, become a regular part of the ministry, and we we appreciate that. Um, and it's it's a kind of a cross between a twelve step meeting and a and a church service. Uh, we believe in in secular recovery, but we also believe in faith based recovery. We think that's really where the power comes from. There's power in the name of Jesus, and that's where your recovery changes from. Well, I'm sober to to now I have the peace that surpasses all understanding. Now now I have Jesus Christ with me, and I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So uh, we would love for you to join us again at seven p.m. On Friday nights, and you can get involved in Hope for All in Jesus. You can get involved in the Open Door Mission. We're partnering with a lot of different ministries that are doing kingdom work out there. And, you know, it's just such a blessing, John. I know you feel the same way to be involved in in, in recovery work and in kingdom work. And just to see all, all the, the, you know, there's an army rising up, and it's, it's time to take back time, ground from the enemy. And that's why we've been called into the middle of the city in, uh, in our church, New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. We meet on Sunday nights, Sunday nights in the Heights. Uh, we meet at uh, 240 West 18th Street, right in the heart of the Heights, 77008. That's 240 West 18th Street, uh, 77008, Sunday nights in the Heights. We are a non-denominational, Bible-based, Spirit-filled recovery church. And you say, well, I'm not in recovery, so why should I come? Well, as I said earlier, everybody's recovering from something. And the Bible, yeah, yeah, everybody, you know, whether it's divorce, whether it's anger, whether it's uh, the love of money, whether it's, you know, envy, jealousy, uh, road rage, I don't care what it is, or maybe it's alcohol or drugs, Um, you know, but we're we're looking for for people that, if you come to our church, we're going to love you, we're going to encourage you, we're not going to judge you, but we really do want to make disciples, as Jesus said in the Great Commission, disciples of all nations, and equip people to bring people to the Lord, because that's what it's all about. The time is short, you know. 
John, we don't know when the Lord's coming back exactly, but we do know that, for example, we lost a dear sister this week at, at our church, one of the the wife of the elder of our church, yeah. uh, unexpectedly, completely unexpectedly. Any of us, it's dangerous out there. It's raining, you know. You can uh, a bus can run over you, and so you you just never know. Time is short. Today is the day of salvation. So we'd we'd like you to come worship with us, whether you want to. You're new to Christ, and or you're curious about Christ, and or you want to be part of a faith-based community. You want to get on the ground floor. We're brand new. Uh, we're small. We know each other's names. We know we know all about each other. We're getting to know each other. It's a wonderful thing. Or you want to you want to truly be a fisher of men, as Jesus says, and and you want to make disciples of all nations and preach the good news of the gospel to all creation. Uh, we need mature Christians. We, we're open to everyone. Again, we we started on a Sunday night because uh, we wanted to give people an opportunity to come meet us and check us out. 6 p.m. Sunday nights in the Heights, 240 West 18th Street, New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. You're more than welcome. Got plenty of room in the in the sanctuary if you want to socially distance. Uh, we'd just love to meet you, love you, and encourage you. That's the kind of church we are. John, have you been enjoying coming to our church? You must be because you keep coming Absolutely. back. Absolutely. I'm so glad <laughs> the Lord saved you, Pastor John. I'm really enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm so glad, too, man. <laughs> God is so good, isn't he? And I and, I, and I'm so glad to to get to know you and to to be a brother in Christ with you, my friend. And I I believe so much in what you're doing. Hope for all in Jesus dot org. Hope for all in Jesus dot org. It's a wonderful yeah, I, organization. I got, I got, if you got if I got a second, I got a, just one quick testimony. I want to I want to say we got thirty you know, seconds. Go go ahead. Well, that yeah. that the, that the, that the, the prison outreach is. I met a I met a gentleman and Joe Keegan. He was he was a he was ending up for breaking parole, but he gave me the story that when he was twenty four, he was in a gang and he killed two policemen, shot and killed oh my two gosh. policemen. Got got life in prison. Or no, got death sentence. Got the death sentence. And so while he was in there, a faith based ministry come in and led him to the Lord. So he started praying about, you know, about getting this death sentence, you know, taking a move to life. We got five seconds, brother. We got five seconds. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Well, anyway, what happened was he was on the chair. They were ready to inject him with the thing, and the and the governor forgave him. And oh he became a witness for the next 40 years in prison about Jesus. <laughs> there is power in the name of Jesus. Thank you for joining me, John. Uh, good night to everybody. We love you here at Recovery Radio Houston, but more importantly, God loves you more than you can possibly imagine. Good night and amen. Amen. Amen.